Do you like U.S. military history, especially stories about our veterans? If you answered yes, then I know you'll enjoy Duty and Valor. Hi, I'm Wayne Marks, and each week I'll tell you the amazing stories of heroes who pushed away their fears and showed true valor on the battlefield. And although their stories are different, the common trait they all share is that they all serve with pride and lived with humility. And I'm honored to tell you their stories. Hi, everyone. In this premiere episode of Duty and Valor, I'm going to tell you the story of a man who selflessly served our nation in the midst of the most horrific fighting during World War II. A man whose battlefield actions would be considered fiction if it weren't real. A man who, if you called him a hero, it would be an understatement. A man who would earn the Medal of Honor, two Silver Stars, Legion of Merit, three Bronze Stars with Valor, and seven Purple Hearts among many awards. A man whose leadership and bravery saved countless American lives and helped the Allies win the war. This is the story of U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Matt Urban, the Ghost. Matthew Lewis Urbanowitz, who would later go by Matt Urban, was born on August 25, 1919. One of four children born to parents Stanley and Helen Urbanowitz of Buffalo, New York, Matt graduated high school in 1937 before continuing his studies at Cornell University. While at Cornell, Matt was a member of the Reserve Officer Training Corps and would be commissioned as a second lieutenant in the U.S. Army following graduation. Lieutenant Urban officially entered active duty in July of 1941 as platoon leader of D Company, 2nd Battalion, 16th Infantry Regiment at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And he first saw combat action on November 8, 1942, on the first day of the invasion of North Africa. It was reported that he was wounded early in the fighting, but refused to be evacuated. Following his refusal to leave the battlefield, he would be instrumental in neutralizing the German combat patrol. Shortly thereafter, in the face of a fierce German counterattack, he was seen using his trench knife to kill a German soldier in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Now needing a weapon, he grabbed the German's pistol and engaged the attacking enemy. Lieutenant Urban received a shrapnel injury from a German grenade, but his actions were instrumental in slowing the counterattack and allowed his unit to fall back and regroup. During his time in North Africa, Lieutenant Urban was awarded two Purple Hearts for his injuries, along with a Bronze Star and two Silver Stars for his valor in combat. The 60th Infantry Regiment left Africa in July of 1943 and made their way towards Sicily, in support of the recent Allied invasion. Before Urban's unit could disembark the USS Orizaba, a transport ship, it was attacked by a German aircraft. As Urban wasn't one to run to safety, he would replace an injured sailor and would fill the sailor's role as a spotter for an anti-aircraft battery on the ship. He was credited with spotting a German dive bomber heading towards the ship, allowing the gun crew to shoot it down before it could release its payload. Soon after, Lieutenant Urban and the 60th were part of a clandestine nighttime maneuver that flanked the entrenched Germans at Troina, forcing the Germans to fall back to their next line of defense at Randazzo. Not long after, the whole of Sicily was liberated by the Allies. Lieutenant Urban earned another silver star for the valor he displayed in combat during the Sicily campaign. Amazingly, Lieutenant Urban's actions to this point would be eclipsed by his heroics in France and Belgium. On June 11, 1944, just days after the Allies stormed the beaches of Normandy at the start of the long-awaited invasion of France, 
the 2nd Battalion landed at Utah Beach. Days later on the 14th of June, Urban, now a captain, led his men in attacking the town of Runoff. There his unit would come under tank and heavy small arms fire. Allied casualties were increasing as the tank fire was relentless. Knowing something needed to be done, Urban armed himself with a bazooka and used the cover offered by the hedgerows to set up position near the German tanks. He risked his life by moving forward from his cover to fire the bazooka to take out two tanks. His actions spurred his men on and they routed the Germans. Later that same day, Urban was wounded in the leg by a tank gun during an attack on a German position. Again refusing evacuation, he was able to lead his men throughout the remainder of the day. And with little rest, at 0500 the next morning, Urban and his men would continue their attack. Shortly after, he was once again wounded. Now suffering from two wounds, with one being serious, he was evacuated to England to recover. The following month, while on the mend in England, reports were reaching Captain Urban that his unit was suffering tremendous losses as they made their way across France. Knowing he could offer the battle-tested leadership that his unit badly needed, he voluntarily left the hospital and made his way across the English Channel, and then hitched hike through France where he would reconnect with his men. The progress that his unit was making was halted by a fortified German position. The Germans had destroyed two of three tanks that were in support of their advance. The third tank was not damaged, but it was not moving forward as it lacked a tank commander and gunner. Urban found two men who were among the tank support personnel and directed them to enter the tank and support their plan to overrun the German position. Unfortunately, the two men were killed while trying to mount the tank as the Germans understood the importance of keeping this tank out of action. The Germans were directing heavy small arms fire in the direction of the tank. Undeterred, a badly limping Urban made his way through heavy fire and was able to mount the tank. He then took up position as the gunner on the tank and was able to place heavy fire on the Germans. His actions galvanized his men forward where they would destroy the enemy position, aiding in the Allied advance further away from the Normandy coast. On August 2nd, Captain Urban would again sustain injuries, this time to his chest from shrapnel, and again he refused medical evacuation. On August 6th, he was given command of the 2nd Battalion. Soon after, he was once again injured in combat, but true to form for Captain Urban, he refused to be medically evacuated. It was reported that around this time, he would be given the moniker The Ghost, as he seemed to return from the dead repeatedly. Some accounts write that the Germans gave him the nickname, while others say it was his men. It's more plausible that his men, who would have been by his side and would have witnessed his heroics and repeated injuries firsthand, would have given him the name. In early September, the 2nd Battalion found itself in Belgium, where they were tasked with securing a crossing point across the Meuse River. The German army had set up heavy resistance at the Meuse in an effort to halt the Allied advance through Europe. Facing heavy German resistance, which included artillery, mortar, and small arms fire, the 2nd Battalion made their way towards the Meuse River. Not long after reaching the river, Captain Urban chose to forego the relative safety of the command post and he chose to lead the men of the 2nd Battalion forward himself. He identified an opportunity to attack the Germans head-on at their strongest point and took personal command of the attack. The 2nd Battalion advanced across open terrain with little cover and Captain Urban sustained a life-threatening neck injury. This injury made it impossible for him to speak above a whisper but Captain Urban wouldn't allow this to be an excuse to remove him from the field of combat. 
His words carried weight in their substance rather than in their volume, and Captain Urban continued to pass along orders as he refused to be evacuated until the 2nd Battalion secured the crossing point across the river. Captain Urban was so badly wounded that the medical personnel didn't believe he would recover from his wounds. He was even given his last rites by a priest. But he would survive and he would be promoted to Major in October. Though still unable to speak, Major Urban met up with his battalion in Germany. And to the disbelief of his men, Major Urban was still alive as many had shared the news that he had actually been killed in combat. But his reunion with the 2nd Battalion was short-lived as he was denied a position within the battalion and they soon continued towards Berlin. He was promoted to Lieutenant Colonel and was medically discharged from the U.S. Army in February 1946, thus ending one of the most decorated military careers in U.S. history. Lieutenant Colonel Urban would take on writing assignments and he was a staff writer and then editor of the Liberty Magazine's Veteran View Bulletin, a position which he held until October 1947. Following the war, he moved to Michigan and he took on positions that would serve his community as Director of Recreation in Port Huron, Director of the Community Center in Monroe, and later as a coach in multiple sports. Early recommendations for Lieutenant Colonel Urban to receive the Medal of Honor were unfortunately misplaced, and it would take decades for the story of his heroics to reach the Department of the Army. However, once they were made aware of the recommendations, they would agree and approve the process to finally recognize his actions. Although it took many years to receive the recognition that he earned, he would finally be honored by the nation on July 19, 1980, as President Carter bestowed the Medal of Honor upon Lieutenant Colonel Matt Urban, the Ghost. Lieutenant Colonel Urban died in Holland, Michigan on March 4, 1995. And on that day, the United States lost one of its most heroic wartime heroes. If you want to learn more about Lieutenant Colonel Urban, there is a book he co-authored about his heroics titled The Matt Urban Story. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this week's show, we kindly ask that you follow us and leave a review and five-star rating. A link to Matt Urban's book and sources for today's show can be found in the show notes. And join us next week where we'll tell you the story of another true American hero.